Hey, everybody, it's that time again. It's Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Art Source is in Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Rams and the USC Trojans. He runs Galaxy Sports again in uh, Philadelphia, outside of uh, Philadelphia, PA. And uh, Title IX, 50 years ago this week, Art Source, uh, your thoughts about it, my personal thoughts, Great thing. The only thing Nixon did in his six years of, uh, uh, of nonsense. Well, now we're going to uh, rag up Dick Nixon. <laughs> might, 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 might have been that, um, except that I, I think now I read that uh, schools are cheating. They're uh, not, they don't really have 50% women. They're putting, you know, women where they're really not competing, trying to make sure that they get equal money and everything else. But uh, your thoughts, Art Source. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, on tour this week, the women are playing for more money at the KMPG PGA Championship than the men are playing at TPC Cromwell in the uh, Travelers Championship. I think Title IX was fantastic. Uh, by the way, I was the first person in sports early this week to talk about Title IX. Nobody else wanted to talk about it. They waited till today to talk about it. Bottom line is, I think it was great. It gave women a chance to express themselves athletically. Um, it's something I always believed in. I, I love women's sports. I'm a track and field aficionado, especially women's track and field. Um, not big basketball fan, love field hockey, love lacrosse. Women's lacrosse is incredible. Um, I just think it's great. I think there's a lot of progress to be made. On that same note though, you know, the, the Phoenix Suns just named an assistant general manager who happens to be a, a woman, which I think is fantastic. And you know, as I look at things like that, I think we've come a long way. We absolutely, her name is Morgan Cato, by the way. We've come a long way in sports. We have a hell of a long way to go. Here in Southern California, of course, UCLA among the very first uh, to go 100% behind uh, Title IX and the women. Ann Myers, of course, a great player that she was. Uh, her brother, Dave Myers, played at UCLA. and. Uh, a big article in the LA Times, I believe, this week on Ann Myers and UCLA. Thank you for uh, sharing. Thank you for doing the right thing as far as Title IX. Now, the wrong thing, in my opinion, I, I don't have a strong opinion on this, but I don't think you can just pick out a certain group, and I'm talking about this trans group now, and say that trans women can never compete in the latest in the swimming Nobody side. Nobody said it. they can never compete, Fred. They're saying they can't compete against women if they were men. And, you know, you got to make a decision in life. And, and I mean, when, when Caitlyn Jenner comes on national television and explains the real reasons why, because she knows, okay, they won't let her play, you know, in a, in a country club golf tournament against the girls because she's that much stronger than they are. And she's 74 years old, okay? So, Fred, let all the transgender people have their own tournament have their, their own competition, open it up. Whether you were a man and became a woman, whether you're a woman and became a man, but to compete against, you don't see very many, <laughs> you just don't see it the other way around, Fred. It, it would never work, okay? So I mean, that's just, come on, we're carrying this out a little too far. Do you think it's a choice? Not at 12 years old, it isn't. I mean, honest to God, it just seems to me, 
you know, when, when, when school systems are pushing it, I just don't think that's right, Fred. I think it comes down to mom and dad, the doctors involved. You know, I mean, like I said, I had a great relationship with Mike Penner. I know what he went through to become Christine Daniels. So I have a little different perspective on this, being a very, very close friend of somebody who went through this and ultimately committed suicide. So, I mean, this is a very, very slippery slope. But I mean, there's no reason to believe that these women who dedicate their lives to become champions should have to be second or third place because an ex-man who became a woman wants to compete against them. I don't think that's fair to them. You know, I used to think growing up that uh, having an abortion was the toughest decision anybody could ever make. I think this one is even tougher. Your thoughts? I think they're both they're both really really tough ones. And I don't know, is this a sports show or are we going after some things that are on the different docket? Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to go... talk about a couple of people that I loved. I got to meet Hugh McElhaney. What a great running back, part of the million dollar backfield of the 49ers. He passed away at 93. Okay, had a great career in the NFL, one of the greats. Tony Siragusa, one of my favorite people in media. Um, the Goose, a world champion with the Colts, excuse me, with the, uh, the Ravens and played for the Colts, dead at 55. I mean, this is just a travesty. And I mean, yeah, I look at sports right now. We got the NBA draft, the 76th annual NBA draft tonight, Fred. Who do you like to be the number one pick to Orlando? Frankly, I don't care. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I know, honestly, since, since the one and done thing and since the transfer portal, I don't care. I, so I want to You're saying that none of these kids are going to transform any teams because they're 19 years old. For instance, like Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, they're saying he's three, four years away from even competing in the NBA. Jabari Smith, I think he's a great player. I think he's going to be the first pick to Orlando. you got Paolo, you know, Barchette. you got uh, Keegan Murray from Iowa. you got some good players, but nobody does care about the NBA unless you're from China. Kyra Irving. A list of six teams that he play for. I don't want him on any team if I'm a franchise owner. Your thoughts? Depends on what the general manager of the Lakers, LeBron James, thinks. I mean, honestly, if LeBron LeBron won a title with him in Cleveland, I mean, if, if he decides that he would rather have Kyrie on that team in, instead of uh, you know Westbrook, that's what's going to happen. So. You know, I really don't think it's going to happen. I, the guy brings with him, you know, the, the, you talk about a clubhouse, you talk about the locker room. That's a tough fit for a lot of people. Uh, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving marches to his own drummer. That's um, tough. And I don't know. I, I just don't see it. Uh, Durant still thinks he's going to be a part of the, of the Nets. That's what I've heard the latest. We'll see what happens. Let me throw this to you, I think Jeannie Buss in this circumstance, a situation now where she can't do this because another horrible mistake and she's just gonna get flattened. She's just gonna get uh, destroyed uh, by everybody out there. She cannot gamble on somebody like this who, again, you might think it's okay not to get vaccinated, fine and dandy. But this guy, I'm talking Kyra Irving, very talented, is gonna make enemies in that locker room. Might make a few friends, He's going to make more enemies. He's going to do things only for himself. 
They just traded like for a Westbrook. lot of NBA players to me. True, but but this guy has gone out of his way to be stubborn, yeah. obstinate, and in his, in his own way. And, only in the okay. only in the world of sports, Fred, can the guy that does that repeatedly get a second chance. Deshaun Watson just paid two hundred thousand to twenty women, okay, a piece, okay. Still has four cases pending. Now, what what franchise in their right mind would go and trade for a guy? That A hasn't played in a year, B has all the talent in the world, but is he really gonna play? And you wonder why Baker Mayfield hasn't gone anywhere? Seriously? Baker Mayfield took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. Before that, when's the last time that happened? Maybe 1999? I mean, I, I can't get what they're thinking. I don't understand how the okay, let's talk about another one. Dan Snyder in front of the oversight committee of Congress. Sits there humming the humming the humming, and not one of those people in Washington D.C. representatives asked asked Goodell about the financial improprieties going on with the Redskins. Roger Goodell sitting there, zooming it doesn't even have the ability to take the train from New York down to Washington to appear in person. He zoomed it in. Okay, what is going on in the world of sports? Is there any transparency, Fred? I don't know. That's a great question. It, it really is. Okay. So the 20 women have uh, now been paid off. Four women have not agreed. So they're probably going to get more, but where's Goodell and where's the national football league? Cause this has really nothing to do with the national football league hitting him with a penalty or not. And the Cle- the Cleveland Browns are in that situation where again, they have, they have two quarterbacks. If they trade Mayfield, they end, might end up with none. Brissett. There you go. That's, that's a good one. No, they, you know, it's, it's now I hear again that Seattle really is interested in them. And of course, we've heard about Carolina. But the, the point being, they don't know what to do. Uh, they spent $230 million on this guy. And you think the NFL. By the way, will that's jump- all guaranteed. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> there's got to be some, something in that that says, a morals clause in there. There must be something in there as far as that is concerned. No, I don't know. Did you talk to Trevor Bauer? Recently? That's what I was going to say. There, <laughs> has, but there has to, there has to be a morals clause of some kind. You just can't. Then the contract can't be termed guaranteed. If there is, I mean, was there a morals contract when Fernando Tatis Jr. went off-road racing with his motorcycle? I don't think he had the Padres in mind there. You know, I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. There, the, this common sense, this view of, of, you know, team and not me, not I, but us, it's, it's disappeared from the world of sports completely. It's all about me, 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 give me my money. I don't care what that guy's going to do or what that gal's going to do. This is not, you know, the country I grew up in. I feel like a fish out of water, Fred, in all facets of life. I mean, you know, we joke that I'm 125 years old, but I will tell you this, when you look in someone's eyes and you shake their hands and they say, let's do this deal, that was the generation I grew up with. Now it's all contracts and you know the litigation is just going to be endless from this point forward because lawyers, you're from the family of lawyers, you know. The season starts in September. Will the NFL- August 4th is 40 days away. Well, that's the exhibition team. Okay, but will the NFL penalize Watson at all before that yeah. time? Yeah, he's going to get a twelve. He's going to get a twelve-game suspension. The union's going to come back and say, "Well, you know, that's really unfair." 
So they'll probably cut it to eight. And then what are the Browns going to do the first eight weeks of the season? They're going to have to keep I mean, Mayfield if that be the case. I, ma- I, I would hope to think so. And what if well, Mayfield goes? What if Mayfield goes seven and one? Okay, it is just lighting the league up. What are they? I mean, really and truly, going to pull him out and put Deshaun in? Folks, believe sports business, sports media, all sort of on pod clips around the world. Your game, you're a professional golfer. Uh, what's the next direction here? How many billions of dollars must the Saudis pay to get on Fox Sports? I don't know. It seems they got the PGA Tour to spend on some money. They've come up with uh, eight new tournaments next year. Where they're going to have $20 million purses. <laughs> So uh, what what took that? Did it take LIV and Saudi money for the PGA Tour to realize they were kind of hammering the guys a little bit? It's a two-way street. You know, the hypocrisy of the PGA Tour runs so deep, I can't even tell you about it, all right? And they're losing guys. Abraham Answer, the number 20 player in the world, he left. Okay, Ricky Fowler, he left. Uh, JT, JT mysteriously pulls out he says he's got a bad back at the travelers yeah he's got a bad back because his wallet might be getting a little thick i mean there's a lot of things going on fred and i'm watching the pga tour do just what joe biden does they don't lead from the front after things happen and they knew about this liv deal of the saudis for five years greg norman's been talking about it now all of a sudden they make all these changes we're going to institute this and a lot of them are just what the liv tour are doing so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what Monaghan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, is doing. And then I'm listening to all the talking heads on Golf Channel who are paid by the PGA Tour to express their opinions. I mean, it's like, come on, give me a break. If you wanted to watch the, uh, the Saudi tournament up in Oregon next week, uh, how would you do it? Can you watch uh, it? You know, it's very easy. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be streaming on four or five other places. You go to, uh, basically, you go to livgolfseries.com, and you, you can watch it right there, like we're talking right now. And, you know, okay. here's the rumor I heard, Fred, and this is the truth. Greg Norman's best buddy is a guy by the name of Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch has two little channels, FS1 and FS2, that need programming. Don't be surprised if that pops up in the next three to four weeks that Fox is going to televise the, the six remaining LIV series. How many billions? Oh, they like money at Fox. I mean, you know, you know they, got a, they got an unlimited amount of money because you know what? They buy all of the most, the most, our government, okay, sells the Saudi government more F-35s, more hardware to protect themselves than to any other country in the world and the pga tour of china they're part of the pga tour as well and i'm sure the uyghurs are happy to see that golf course right outside their compound you, know, you asked the question uh, a sports show or political show uh, sports is politics uh, that's why i open most shows saying that uh, because it, it certainly is sadly you're right Fred. i mean sadly you're right but I mean, there's so much going on on this planet right now, and then there's not a whole lot of positive. I will tell you one positive. The Dodgers swept the Cincinnati Reds, the worst team in baseball. And Otani had a big night last night. 
the Dodgers scored uh, what eight, eight, and ten runs. So that's twenty-six runs in three games. Uh, they pulled Kershaw after six, and then the Reds scored uh, meaningless runs because uh, close they ever were, were eight to five. They lose ten to five on. Uh, Can I ask you a question, Fred? Is Walker Bueller going to be back this year, or is that another no, guy? That's... No, not a chance. Yeah, yeah that's uh, what I thought. The interesting thing is, earlier this week, when they met the Reds, they met uh, Tyler Mayo, uh, the, the pitcher, the hurler for Cincinnati. He did not mm -hmm. pitch well against the Dodgers. But he's one of those guys who's got the stuff to be a number two in most rotations. So you're saying at the trade deadline, the Dodgers are going to go get Tyler Mayo? I think they might go in that direction. Somebody like that. It's a great call. I think because, you know, again, the, the Dodgers pitching right now, there's nobody who's overpowering. Urias is not overpowering. What the, about the kid that pitched today? He reaches 100 miles an hour, seven, eight, ten times a game. Hunter Green, he'd be another one. I mean, you put him with the right pitching coach, and, and I really firmly believe the Dodgers miss Honeycutt. I, I, don't, think, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, I love Tony Gonsolin. I love what Anderson's done this year. If they could score some runs for Julio, it'd be a different story there, too. He's got a 2.34 ERA. I mean, they need, you know, and, and I'm hearing good things about May, but, you know, it's going to be a little while before Dustin May can come back. Whatever happened to David Price? Is he, is he pitching at all? He pitched the last inning today, Thursday. He did. He pitched so the final inning. Final inning. Right. But, but, again, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't have it. I mean, ninth inning of a 10 to 5 game. Very quickly, you mentioned you, McElhaney, and I'm old enough to remember him. Backfield with Y.A. Tittle and uh, Joe Perry and, and whatever. Well, they called it the million-dollar backfield, right? But but the, but here's the problem. When he was playing, there were 12 games. Then they went to 14 for a period of time. Then they went to 16. Now they went to 17. I looked up on Wikipedia how many touchdowns McElhaney scored in his entire career. I think only 36. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, 36, a guy can score that in three years. And, and you know, he played 12 well, I guarantee you they won't be all pros running backs at 34. Oh, no. He, he I was, he was a, with the I, Vikings I, in 1961. As a Ram fan, I thought he was great with the 49ers and everywhere else. I'm not questioning that. He died in 93. All I'm saying is it's going to be What was his 50. number, Fred? What? What was his number? What was his number? I forgot. He died at 93 and he wore 39. Well, 39. Okay. Uh, 50 years from now, when people look at the records, they're probably going to say he wasn't a great running back. Look, he only scored 36 touchdowns. He only gained so many yards. He only caught so many passes because we've changed all the rules. Yeah. You can't really compare generations. That's my argument that I say, people say, you know, what a Babe Ruth, you know, you couldn't hit modern day pitching. Hey, the year he hit 60 home runs, home run Baker had 12. Okay. You show me anywhere in sports where the, there's been that kind of a, a separation between number one and number two. So it, it is different. It's like, you know, the old argument, Roger Maris, you know, 1961 uh, in 162 games with a couple of new teams. And then you look at, you know, the, the 154 games vis-a-vis -vis 162. You know, and has anybody heard of Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire? You know, they crushed the records, saved baseball in their outcast in their own games. I don't know. Pretty bizarre world we live in. All right. In 60 seconds, final comment from Art Source right here on the show. Well, um, I love doing this show with you. It's always been fun. And, uh, 
You know, the world of sports, it is an amazing thing right now. I never thought there'd be so much controversy in all aspects of almost every sport. And I'm wondering if we're not reaching that point of critical desalination <laughs> where people just go time out, you know, I want to go watch college. Oh, oops, I can't watch college because they're getting paid like Hugh McElhaney got paid back in 1951 by the University of Washington. You know, I mean, what are we talking about? 73 years ago? And the reason SC and UCLA didn't get Hugh McElhaney was because he needed to take care of his family. And that's what I'm trying to say, Fred. When they send generational money up to these guys, you don't think they're going to, how do you not turn down $100 million? Very difficult indeed. Folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Mario, thank you. Art, thank you. Tomorrow, Sports Overnight America. And uh, we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Fred.